and welcome to IB Europe's podcast, Digital Dawn, the podcast that brings insights and learnings from the digital advertising and marketing industry to light, to spark new ideas into existence and help our industry to thrive. I'm Lauren Wakefield, IB Europe's Marketing and Communications Director, and in this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking to one of our startup members, Vincent Villaret, CEO of Impact Plus, and all the great work they are doing to help the industry achieve sustainable digital advertising. We discuss how Impact Plus was founded and what it has achieved to date, as well as some of the exciting things they have planned in the coming months. So tune in and discover how innovative technology can help drive real change and help digital advertising really achieve sustainability. So hi, everyone, um, and welcome to our Digital Dawn podcast. Um, we're kicking off a new season and very delighted to have uh, Vincent Valerie, who is the CEO of Impact Plus, joining us today. Um, this is all part of um, a digital innovation startup series spotlight that we're doing at the moment. So very delighted to have Vincent joining us this morning. Hello. Hello, Lauren. Hello, everyone, and thanks for the invite. You're very welcome. So before we kick off and go into the podcast, something we quite like to do with our guests is just to get a bit of an insight into how your week's been so far. So we like to ask, what's been the peak of your week? So any sort of highlights, it could be personally, it can be professionally, that's made your week good so far. Okay, from a personal point of view, I would say initially a kid's first day of school. Oh, yes. Yes, because uh, it's back to school uh, time. And uh, professionally, we are preparing our off-site seminary with all the Impact Plus team in a beautiful place near Paris. So this is our first off-site seminary with all the team. So we will be really happy to see everyone because everyone is not based in France and everyone is not based in Paris as well. So we have a lot of remote employees so we are really excited to do this off-site seminary amazing yeah that'd be great and i know you've had a couple of uh, newer members of the team recently so it'd be nice to get everybody together i'm sure yeah for sure uh, the people from the uk team people from us yes we're really excited about that great so before we dive a little bit more into kind of impact plus it would be really great to get a bit more of an insight into your role as the ceo and just a bit more about your kind of career background so anything you've learned on the way and how you've got to where you are today okay i've been working in digital advertising industry or space for 15 years now i was mostly in sales department and i wanted to change and to do something meaningful and this is why I started and I launched Impact Plus. So my role at Impact Plus, I do a lot of things. I'm in charge of sales, still sales, finance, long-term strategy, marketing, HR, and many more topics. Wow, uh, so everything. You cover everything. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of things, but still focus on sales. But as a CEO, we, I have to do a multitask function. That's great. So you you get very involved in every area of the business, which is super great. Some of our audience may not be so familiar with Impact Plus, and it'd be really nice to share a bit more about who you are and where you were created and founded. So if you could give us a bit more information about Impact Plus and when you were founded and just a little short history of the business, um, that would be great. 
Okay, so the, the meaningful purpose, as I told you, was really important for me. We launched Impact Plus three years ago in the middle of COVID crisis at a time where nobody was talking about impact of digital advertising. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, quite a good timing. Uh, and what do we do? We are a technological and a third party solution and we measure from programmatic or social media platforms and we reduce the energy consumption of digital advertising without impacting media performances. And such an important thing and something that's being so widely discussed now. And it's an, you know, we work very closely with you guys at Impact Plus and I just find it really interesting, some of the things that, that you've been doing. I understand that you, you started out in the French market. Can you tell us a bit more about your kind of journey in that particular market so far and any kind of lessons you've learned that you're, that you're starting to try and build on and expand across different markets in Europe or even beyond now? Yes, so France was pretty advanced on this topic since, thanks uh, to our market initiatives and brands were looking for solutions to help them um, reduce their GAG emissions on advertising level. So our solution was quite the perfect match to achieve their CSR goals. And it was pretty much the same globally. So for us, it was natural to expand across Europe. We were about to launch the US and APAC market, but our solution is already available across 60 countries. And we already measured campaigns for our clients globally in the US market, Canada, LATAM, uh, and APAC. Wow. So yeah, you're already in Europe and beyond and seem to be growing at quite a pace, which is great. I guess we've said, touched upon there that sustainability and digital advertising is obviously something that's being talked about a lot more. I think the industry in general has become more aware of its impact in relation to the climate crisis. Is there any kind of key things that you've done so far or sort of key achievements other than what you've initially highlighted there that you think would be interesting for our audience to understand? Maybe things that you feel have worked really well that would help some of our audience understand that maybe are perhaps on the start of their sustainability journey or are just really interested in knowing what's worked well for you so far? I can give you an insight of uh, a typical campaign uh, just to to highlight how much it could be important in terms of energy consumption, maybe? Yeah, that'd be super interesting because I think a lot of our audience are probably interested in this as a topic and having that kind of concrete example will probably help them to understand a bit more what you're looking to do and how it can help. Okay, so when we measure uh, a client campaign, it depends on the media spent uh, per campaign. Uh, for example, campaign with 80 million of impressions and let's say 100,000 of watching time represent six tons of CO2 emissions, which is a world tour by plane. Wow. This is pretty huge and yeah. this is just a classical campaign. So there is not only Netflix or YouTube, which are greedy in terms of energy consumption, but we need to realize that digital advertising has a role in terms of energy consumption as well. Wow. And I guess, sorry, just pivoting slightly off of my original question, but you mentioned there like the sort of sheer volume of emissions that come from a typical ad campaign. How much do you think that, I think the industry is obviously becoming more aware, but how much do you think the industry is educated on that? Do you think that they have a good understanding of how much 
that is? And or do you think there's more that we need to be doing there to get people to understand the issue? Yeah, you're right, Lauren, because I think that education is key when we talk about a new topic. And what I've learned is if we support our client with a good strategy adapted to their needs, they will continue their path with us. And the market needed to be evangelized. And this is what we've been doing so far because uh, we give low carbon guidelines for brands, for example, with the asset optimization. But we still need to get more data from the industry players to be more granular in order to provide more reduction optimization. Yeah. And that's obviously something that that we're working on as well at IAB Europe, together with companies like Impact Plus to try and get a more holistic view of this and see how we can help help with the issue. Obviously, you've managed to make a, a good start on some of these things. There's obviously still a lot of work that does need to be done. What do you think still needs to happen for us to be able to achieve greater sustainability in, in our industry? There is a lot. As I said, we still need to get more data to be more accurate. Uh, but I'm sure we might have a standard in the next few months or year mm-hmm. uh, where the industry could rely on. And that would be a good step to level up the maturity of the industry. And from now, I'm sure, and uh, this is proven by our track record, that our client needs to be supported for this long path and for the long journey uh, around sustainability. Yeah. And do you feel that you have a good buy-in and support from a lot of kind of clients that you work with? Do you think they understand the need to do this as much as we do and we talk about in the kind of committee work and things? Do you think that they, again, I know we talked about education a little bit, but do you think that they do have a good understanding of what needs to be done? If we explain then what needs to be done from the beginning, and if we define a clear roadmap in terms of reduction strategy, I think that they will have a better understanding of what needs to be done. And I'm sure they could achieve their CSR goals thanks to a solution like us. Yes. Okay. And I guess just digging a little bit further into maybe some of those partnerships and the products that that you have created. Can you tell us a bit more about some of the current partnerships that you have in place and how you maybe see them developing a bit more? Yes. So uh, we address all the market players with self-serve platforms for brands, ad techs, ad networks or publishers. Or we can also work on a campaign by campaign basis. It depends on maturity level of our clients. They make a few tests with us. They implement our low carbon guidelines step by step to see if it's, if it is not degrading their media performances. Yeah. And when they are ready and have set learnings, we onboard them to our self-solve platform where they can manage their own trajectory globally. Okay. And then I guess just from my own understanding as well, because I'm super interested. How do you? Are you able to go into a bit more detail around the kind of tech and the products and like how that actually works, how you're able to balance the kind of reduction with the non-reduction of quality of what's being produced? I just, I'm just interested maybe to understand a bit more how it kind of your tech works. So 
The thing which is important here is that we always provide Dash as the topic is new and need mm-hmm. to be clearly in understood. So basically, they come with us with a need. So whether we provide them a full service automatized with a self-serve platform yeah. or they can make um, a campaign by campaign test and then we give them the low carbon guidelines. And as I said, they implement Wi-Fi targeting, for example, on social media platforms or on ad networks to see if it doesn't impact the reach, the completion rate, the CPM cost. Uh, We give them asset optimization uh, as well because the more an asset will be heavy, the more a page weight will be important and the more it will consume energy and the more it will emit CO2. Mm -hmm. Uh, We give them, and this is a, a new feature that we are going to release really soon, uh, we have a new, a new supply pass uh, methodology. So we give them the energy consumption by domain and then yeah. our client can make an arbitrage, an arbitrage by domain, depending on the domain's energy consumption. Yeah. So they can analyze and they can pilot on the best or the worst domain, depending on the domains available on the site list on the network. Wow, that's going to be really good to have, I think. So I'm just really fascinated by some of the things you're, that you're saying, because I think this kind of technology and having, like you say, the methodologies in place and it's just going to give people that kind of access to just be able to almost make those just sim- more simple decisions just to help make a difference, which we as an industry need, really. So it just sounds like you've already made good headway and there's there's some kind of exciting things coming up. I know that you recently received some funding, 2 million euros, I think it was seed funding. So there's obviously kind of support to help grow and and drive some of this work that that we're talking about here. Are you able to tell us a bit more about about some of your kind of plans and what the future holds for you guys in terms of extended partnerships and the products and technology that you're developing? Yes, of course. Regarding the the funding, we will use it for investment in the product, investment in the team, Mm -hmm. which will allow us to better support our existing clients Mm -hmm. um, and partners. And we're going to expand our reach in new markets across EMEA and of course in US and APAC also. Great. And then in terms of of the new markets that you're... So I know that, that France, you're obviously well established in. I know that in the UK market, we talked about some of the things a bit further afield, but in Europe specifically, what are your plans there with expanding and where you want to tap into to some of those different markets? So we've already been working with a lot with Spain, with Italy, uh, yeah. with the UK, of course, because we are people there and we are already working with Nordics. But as the majority of the budget from our brand's client are coming from the US or APAC market, we need to be there rapidly because, as an example, EMEA market could represent, in terms of repartition, 20%, while US and APAC market represent 80% of their revenue. So this is really important for us to be there. Yeah. And then just a slight side question here, just whilst we're having this conversation, it's come to mind. So I know that kind of in France and one of the reasons that there's a lot of work that's happening in that market is that certain legislation and regulation has, has come in to play that we're seeing now 
perhaps expand across different markets in Europe. Have you experienced anything else in any of the markets yet? Are you a kind of following or aware of any kind of potential sort of regulatory advancements that are maybe happening? I know IB Europe, we're keeping an eye on things at a European level so we can be ahead of the game when these things come in. But just curious as to your experience across any of the different markets and whether you're having to keep an eye on and assess any particular markets. So yes, from an institu- institu- sorry, institutional point of view, yeah. there's a, a recent news from the European Commission mm-hmm. which say that Scope 3 emission reporting will be mandatory. So this is something we need to yeah. watch out carefully because it could be a, a market changer. Um, and um, from our perspective, since the beginning, we've been participating to all market initiatives um, to contribute to the future standard and to be positioning as a market leader in terms of sustainability expert for digital advertising. So for us, yes, we scroll all the, the market initiatives and we are part of it as well. So this is really important. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, as I say, some of the key work that we're doing with our mm. Sustainability Standards Committee, which I know your colleagues and yourself are very involved with is really looking at that kind of European legislation and regulation because we want to make sure that that as we're developing and looking at frameworks and methodologies and and developing some standards that we are I guess ahead of ourselves when it comes to anything that might be coming through on the legal and the policy side of things so it's yeah definitely interesting to see how the kind of the products will develop and evolve when some of these regulations come in. Are there any other kind of things that you think are interesting in terms of your future plans at Impact Plus that the audience might be interested to learn? We are, of course, uh, preparing new features on our platform to cover the full funnel uh, of digital advertising and always in a perspective to provide more reduction optimization for our client. For the moment, what we do with we do all our measurement campaign with the same methodology to give common benchmark mm-hmm. and with clear KPIs that we have created. Yeah, that's super important. <laughs> yeah, one for reach, for example, or completed view, and one for the media spend. Thus, our client can even link our KPI to their own financial metric. Mm-hmm. And we need good KPIs to pilot and to set an efficient reduction strategy. Yeah. Great. So I think it's fair to say that there's a lot of exciting um, and interesting things that are going to be coming up. So we need to keep an eye on Impact Plus and see what you're doing over the coming months and then up to the next kind of 12 months. I guess more in in general terms, just on the kind of topic of sustainability and in digital advertising, I think we've already touched on the need for standardization and some of the areas, but are there any other kind of things or ways that you see this conversation this topic this this area evolving over the next sort of six to 12 months in general that you think is interesting and that that people should keep an eye on i don't know because we are in a very innovative innovative area innovative market and everything's moving so fast it's moving so so fast (laughs) keeping up is always is always interesting (laughs) So as I said, three years ago, we were the only one talking yeah. about digital uh, impact of digital advertising. But now there are plenty of really interesting and innovative companies. There is even media uh, work that has been done from me, on media agency side 
mm-hmm. with their uh, carbon calculator tool. Yeah. There is a standard with all the markets. So it's a kind of mess at the moment yeah. from my perspective. But still, there is a lot of interesting work that has been done and in which uh, the industry could rely on and mm-hmm. help um, to improve towards uh, a greener industry. Yeah, I agree. And I think it is, I think it is also just really positive to see, like you said, from three years ago to now, how many more businesses are invested in trying to tackle the issue. I think it is positive to see. We can get, I guess we can get a little bit bogged down with thinking of it as all this negative things when we're thinking about the climate crisis, but actually the fact that we're all trying to make these positive steps towards the change, I think should in some ways also feel quite exciting. And we should be proud of ourselves as an industry for at least trying to make a start and pushing forward, as you say, at quite a speed because we need to. I know that at IAB Europe with some of the work that we're doing, like you mentioned sort of calculators and and frameworks, and we're doing some work at the moment around understanding what we mean by a calculator, understanding what we need, mean by frameworks and outlining methodologies and just to give some more education to the industry so they understand what they're looking at. And also having a look at some of these existing frameworks and things to, to map out and understand what each does to develop towards some standards. So definitely a lot of work as an industry to, to be done and very excited and happy to have Impact Plus on board and helping us support a lot of that. I feel like we've gone through quite a bit. Is there anything else around Impact Plus and any of the work that you've done that you think would be interesting to share before we finish off with something a bit more fun? No, I think it's pretty much it. And regarding what you were just saying, on the top of that, mm-hmm. as I said, there is nothing mandatory from the moment from a, a legal perspective. No. So this is our client. We are just anticipating and just working for positive and more meaningful industries. Yeah, I think this is uh, really encouraging. Great. Just to finish off, just to get a little insight into to you a bit more. So I just have a couple of quick fire sort of questions, hopefully a little bit more a bit more fun. So just interested if you're um, currently reading or, or watching or maybe even listening to another podcast that you would recommend to our audience or just think has been something interesting to dive into recently. Uh, honestly, I'm a bad student. I don't have that much to read, except apart from green IT topics or Greenpeace report. But what I would definitely recommend is the release of our next white paper, which is planned for this week. And the title is Reducing the Carbon Impact of Digital Advertising. So uh, I'm encouraging you to read it. So what what we can do then, we can pop a link to that when it's live into the podcast notes so that people can access that. And I'm looking forward to reading that as well. So thank you for bringing that to my attention too, because that'll be a super useful tool. And I think one of the things that's quite important, we've mentioned like education and just having good conversations as well as obviously action on the topic of sustainability. And I know that there's been, as I look through TIN, there's definitely more events and things popping up to support the the topic. Has there been any standout events or things that you've been to that have really supported the work around sustainability that you would suggest or recommend for people and say look to plan their diaries maybe for next year? We made uh, your recent event in Madrid, for sure. Yes, you were Um, on the stage at Interact. (laughs) Exactly, with Marion Cardona, our co-founder. 
we went to Cannes as well, where the sustainability topic were talked a lot uh, with attention as well. And we are going to Demexco in two weeks now. Yes, so, it's not long to Demexco. <laughs> yeah, even if it's not sustainability focus, mm -hmm. the sustainability topic topic is talked a lot. So we will definitely be there for our client and to see what what's next in the market around sustainability. Great. I'm looking forward to hearing all the kind of feedback from that event once once it's happened and to see what kind of conversations have happened. And then just before we, we actually started recording this podcast, we were talking about our summer holidays briefly and saying how, how we'd, we'd managed to maybe briefly get away. But have you had a across the summer anywhere in particular that you've been that you've really enjoyed or have you or maybe in the past had a place that you've really liked to visit that's your kind of top destination to go on holiday? Wow. So I would say my destination. So we, during summer, we try to go in south west of France, mm -hmm. uh, which is, we can say the French California. It's near Biarritz and it's really beautiful. And I love to go there for vacation. Yes. Uh, I'll have to add that to my list because I've been to different, a few different places across France, but not quite there yet. So I'll have to add that to my list for next summer. Definitely. We need to go there. <laughs> Vincent, it has been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to explain and talk me through some of the things that you're doing. We are also going to be hosting a webinar on the 28th of September with some of our startup members, including Impact Plus. So we will also share the information on that so people can register and join to, to find out more about what Impact Plus has to share with us on the topic of sustainability. Vincent, enjoy your day um, and thank you for joining us. Thanks for the invite, Lauren. Really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with a new episode very soon, so be sure to subscribe and tell anyone else who might be interested to listen in too. For more information on IEB Europe, you can visit our website at www.ieb-europe.eu or contact us via at IEB Europe on Twitter. Thanks for listening and stay safe.